0: So I wanted to share this video with you. I I literally just saw it, but I was like, you know what? It's something worth talking about because I I spotted a couple of things, uh, and I'll I'll talk about them as I go, and you can say to pause it as well. But I just think it'll be a good topic to talk about for me, reflecting on like where we are now versus
1: where I I uh, where we have been in the past, as like just a culture. Edward Cagney Matthews, Mount Laurel, New Jersey man went viral after a video caught him harassing and launching racist remarks at a neighbor last Friday. This isn't our problem, you dumb. F- you dumb. This is damn. Oh know this is common. Damn. Damn, you I, dumb, ignorant. Damn. This is called common property. I don't care. Walk okay, on. well if you don't care, walk away. Learn your laws. Walk it's away. It's not Africa. And you want to know where I was when all this happened? I don't care. At work, monkey. I don't care where you were.
0: At work. Just I like I told the Mount Laurel police, get these monkey out of here, and you can't do
1: that Edward then deciding to save the internet a lot of time, and he just doxxed himself to the camera.
0: That's where I live see me so you're real comfortable so get me on video so you know what you see bring whoever
1: as it turns out if you say some horrendous stuff and then say yeah roll through and you drop your address, dozens of people actually will. And by Monday, dozens of protesters were chanting outside of his door. That's because in addition to the video, people in the community claim that he has harassed and launched racist attacks on several non-white residents for years. This even including a woman who said that Matthews kicked down her door and vandalized her vehicle among other things. And so by the evening, there there was over about a hundred people at one point. Matthews briefly emerged, to try and apologize. Police even eventually escorted him away with his hands behind his back as demonstrators cheered and launched objects at them. Also, as far as if anything's gonna happen legally, Matthews reportedly was already charged with harassment and biased intimidation on Friday, but also reportedly after reviewing additional footage of him, the authorities have added new charges, including assault. And finally, as far as Matthew's right for his part, he has apologized in a statement to reporters saying that he was drunk and that his tirade stemmed from a long-running dispute involving the Homeowners Association. So, I mean, there was a lot of
0: things with that. That last thing was like, that's a shitty excuse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, what do you think? Sorry, I've been
2: drinking, and the Homeowners Association really got on my nerves.
0: Yeah what do you think Uh, about this so far
2: it's not surprising uh in the the in the world that we live in today what is surprising is that this dude had had the audacity to like give out his address and be like yeah come at me like what do you think was gonna happen
0: that's incredibly stupid first off but like part of me thinks that he wanted to be a martyr or something because there there are people that crazy you know, and that that guy seems pretty off his rocker. You, like you're you're drunk and you're saying this kind of stuff, and it's not like your first time doing it. You've definitely got some like issues of racism, whether you re- like not just racism, but he just has some issues. Period. Uh, and he probably needs to get that like checked out. But like, I also feel kind of proud because a younger me and many other people who were like me or like are still like that could have just gone there and beat the shit out of him, right? and i i feel proud that like we are i say we as black people but like i mean i think i think everyone is a we but that's in this specific context uh, i'm just glad that my fellow people didn't conform to a stereotype even though it was justifiable. Yeah. Like, and even though they would be cheered on in this kind of climate right now i think they would be celebrated for like you know knocking this dude out but I think it's better to take the high road, in my opinion.
2: Some people did try. I saw somebody swinging a flag at him. <laughs> like, there was a flag <laughs> that was like...
0: <laughs> Hold on, let's check that out. Uh, and I will say I'm not happy about people throwing stuff, because I think that's that's a... Uh, in my head, the first thing that comes to mind is that's a bitch thing to do. It's like to throw a set at people. Like, this guy, in my opinion, does deserve it, but it doesn't mean that you should take that action, because it's not you that... it's not for him it's for yourself like when i've found in my own experience when you lower yourself to certain standards you become more hypocritical than you need to be (laughs) i think we're all hypocritical somewhere but like i feel like once you take that step and you do something out of hatred like something violent out of uh, anger and hatred then uh you're not any better than anybody else even if it is justifiable to do so i mean maybe that's a very like pacifistic point of view I also do understand that self-defense is important. That's a whole other topic, but, but either way, yeah. yeah
2: that, that that clearly wasn't self-defense, though. You know what I mean? Like, mm. dudes being arrested by the police. The The problem I have with people throwing stuff is, like, they're actively throwing stuff that could hit police. They're trying to be the good guys in this situation. You know what I mean? Like, they're arresting this guy who was harassing people. Like, they're trying to to make peace, and it's kind of difficult when people are throwing things.
0: Yeah. And it, it makes me wonder a couple of things. Cause I don't, I don't know enough about this yet. And I, I don't know how, I don't think he goes into too much detail on this because he doesn't have the information yet, but like, what was the climate of the crowd when the cops took him out? Were the cops like, were they happy that the cops were taking him away or did they think the cops were protecting him? Because like that kind of hive mind in that kind of situation where they're already riled up, those two situations can cause vastly different emotional reactions. Yeah. And so, like, were they uh, so excited that they weren't even, like, regarding, the like, the cops? Or were they, like, the cops are part of the problem and they were throwing stuff at them, too? Uh, they, right. Again, I don't know.
2: Now, so, I think he said that the people were applauding, but, obviously, people were throwing stuff. But he also had his hands behind his back, which could just be a show, right? Exactly, they, yeah. They, they could have had a conversation in there and be like, we need to get you out of here. They're going to lose it if you walk out of here without handcuffs on. Mm -hmm. So, you know what I mean? It. Who knows? It could have been um, any number of situations, scenarios.
0: Yeah. This is a bit rabbit-holey as well, but Mm -hmm. uh, from a certain point of view, the cops didn't have, like, you could argue that the cops could have just let this guy get his ass beat, and then turn like the like, uh, essentially the Republican Party or the right side could have spun this and made this a horrible situation. They could have easily spun like, "We'll let them handle it. They want to do this." And then like, obviously, someone would have eventually beat the shit out of this guy, right? You know, yeah. I hope I'm wrong. I, I hope that I'm wrong in a situation where the cops did. Well, I debate. don't.
2: I don't think you're wrong. I think letting the the issue build into a pressure pot would have not it helped anyone.
0: No. Because, like, the guy might have gotten paranoid and pulled out a weapon and then shot somebody, and that, like, that would be bad. You could argue that it was justifiable from a certain viewpoint if you don't, like, care about certain information. <laughs> um, but at the same time, it, it, it's a valid point. And so, but it's, it's so frustrating because, like, the left and the right always take a situation and pick one side, and the other picks the other side, and they just clash about it. So it's, like, always a situation where you have to pick one side or the other for the most part. And there's not much, like, nuance, there's not much room for nuance uh, of the situation. So there's not much conversation. It's either you're on this side or you're on that side. So, again, a bit rabbit-holey, but, like, the cops could have done that kind of stuff um, very easily and then spun it in their own favor. Uh, or not even just, like, maybe the government, I should say. Maybe I shouldn't say the police, because um, I don't know who would make that kind of call. But uh, I would assume, like, the police would be, the like, the first responders, so they would have made that call and then either shot it up upwards or took action right there, so the sheriff, whoever you want to, you know, think about. I'm going to have faith that the cops were making the right call and did the right thing here, because I don't think anybody should get hurt, regardless of how much of an asshole he is. You know, there's arguments about harassment and jail time for what he did. I don't know if that would go through or not, but, uh, yeah, so I, I just think that in this situation, it's kind of a, a thumbs up to the police, uh, even if they were just protecting the guy, not so much taking him in because he did something bad
2: yeah no i i agree with you i think uh they they were doing the right thing and at least from the short bit of the video that we've seen at least they were trying to defuse the situation and it doesn't look like anyone got hurt i mean they might have gotten a bruise from a flagpole yeah but
1: could have been far no worse one's in the hospital. for a lot of things that he said <laughs> with them also just just brace just brace for it, saying that the slurs were not meant to be racist and that he used the same language against white people. Also, in a separate interview, he said, "I've never <laughs> been a racist. I've made mistakes, said racial slurs out of anger or being drunk."
0: So yeah, that's that's all the information we have right now on it. Uh, probably in the future, it'll, it'll probably start cycling the social media stuff. I would, it's it's very very possible that it might get to that like viral level because this this is today, like this came out probably an hour before we met up, and. Mm. Uh, i thought it was pretty interesting i was like you know what we should talk about this because i i'm i think it's so strange how much our culture has uh, i don't know if evolved is the right word but uh grown or changed
2: Devolved. <laughs> I, devolved in, in some fashion? ways
0: it's evolved and in some ways it's devolved because i i think to explain that portion of it i think there's certain cultures that are advancing and getting more emotionally technologically spiritually intelligent whereas certain other people and i hate this stereotype but it's usually like christian conservatives for the most part are the ones that like really really hinder growth but they also make up a vast majority of the people if you think about it from a democratic point of view their feelings and thoughts are are supposed to be just as justifiable they're, 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 yeah they're supposed to be as, as important um you know in terms of democracy their vote matters just as much as anybody else's. But what's happening is you keep seeing these clashes of different belief systems going at it. And as new ones grow, and I'm not saying that they're always growing in in a mature way, because sometimes I think there's certain cultures where they're demanding something and they don't, they don't even quite know who they are themselves yet. And they don't necessarily always have, like I don't want to cherry pick certain topics because uh, I think there's room for a conversation regardless of like if anyone agrees or disagrees but uh in regards to to this kind of situation the fact that from one level the fact that black people are you know more emboldened to speak up about situations you know from colin kaepernick like people at the tippy top where it's like it for years and years and years it's like every black person just knows that like it, it's just a belief that the white guy is out to get you for the most part. And, not, and, and eventually, not all of them continue to believe that way, but most people who grow up in a black community and not so much like um, where there's different cultures, like not even not even just white, because like, I, I think that there's poor people who have this mindset as well, um, regardless of the culture, because we talked about this before. As a black person, for a lot of us, I'll say, we feel like we are being cheated, but we don't have the evidence to prove it. And it's just this perpetual anger and frustration and inferiority while also with, with black people like black males in particular, um, like in lower income areas for the most part, perception of strength is very, very important. Perception of, of wealth is very, very important. And so you see a lot of black people putting on this mask, um, and going beyond their financial means or beyond their like mental means to, to look as strong as they want people to, to believe they, they are. And,
2: And social media doesn't help with that. No. At all. It it does not. At all.
0: Uh, And I think, I've seen different cultures of men have similar, like, toxic issues with expectations and how to present yourself, so it's not just a black thing, but in regards to this, it's like, it's something very unique uh, to us, where it's like, it's, it's so hard to explain where you just have this paranoia that you're inferior, and people don't believe you who aren't you you know, and the majority, the majority, like, and it's mostly white people, so, like, your white friends might understand, but they can't relate, you know, you have white friends a lot of times, and they make these insensitive jokes, and, like, you can learn to just deal with it, or, like, like, get mad at them, or something like that, but it's hard to make them understand, because, like, if they're not open enough to put themselves in our shoes, uh, and and build the timeline that is, like, like, slaves to black people to where we are now, and, like, actually think about not just an individual but the generations that made that individual and how they got to where they Mm -hmm. are like it's really really hard to empathize with us and understand that like some of the shit that's going on isn't getting acknowledged that said over the last few years and especially expedited through the the pandemic and social media that's becoming more apparent that yes there is like racism you know some people are arguing whether or not it's systemic but like it it doesn't have to be systemic but there's issues within the system that were indeed meant to like restrict certain kinds of people. There wasn't always black people. It was sometimes we just like people who aren't me, <laughs> you know, people who aren't my political party or people who aren't part of my organization. <laughs> like, uh, it's not just about race, but specifically to to stuff like this. It's like, we have to just deal with it or look like fucking savages. Every time a black person does something, you know, unless it's like a technological achievement or something like really big, they're always showing us as like, these thugs that carry guns and like have baggy pants. That's like, that's, there are a lot of black people who do do that, but then they make it this expectation, this mindset where people are brainwashed to think that if you don't act that way, you're not a real black person. Like how fucked up is that? That if you're, if you don't have baggy pants and you don't talk with a certain kind of ebonics, that's the expectation of the black man. And like, so people have an, have pretty low expectation of us. And then we have a low expectation of ourselves.
2: Who, is enforcing that expectation
0: both i think both are to blame i think there are a lot of black people who perpetuate that stereotype even though they don't need to anymore uh especially like rappers and stuff nowadays like i'm not gonna go out and say we need to stop rap or anything like that but like i'm i'm gonna think less of black people who continue to exploit black people for financial gain just by making songs that continue to perpetuate a certain kind of lifestyle that isn't like you know, you, you see certain rappers finally getting away from that. Like, Charles Gambino does it a lot. Uh, Drake hovers that line to where he's he's still exploiting black people, in my opinion, but also, like, he will say some real stuff within it. Uh, I think Kanye West tries, but he's, like, unhinged a little bit. Jay-Z does it with finances and business and mindset. But he also, like, like I know why they do it, because it's, like, it's easier to get your message out when you, you appeal to more people. So it's like you kind of have mm-hmm. to... Water down your stuff a little bit. Too. So I'm not hating on them, but like, there are a lot of black, like not black people, like rappers, regardless of whatever race, that perpetuate that. But then there's also a lot of white people who are brainwashed to think that way, that like, and they 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 also are in positions of power where they spread this. They make movies. They they cover stories on the news. They you know the the president doesn't acknowledge certain things, or government doesn't acknowledge certain things about us for a long time. Make us feel like we're crazy when we try to speak up about stuff uh so
2: it's a it's yeah. a bit of like a self-fulfilling prophecy then in absolutely. That
0: sense. absolutely it's it is frustrating because like that's why i'm so proud of these people here for the most part because i i can easily see a younger me and a bunch of other people just wanting to jump this guy because he's a fucking dirtbag and we're just sick of this shit but mm-hmm. they were conscious enough to understand at least most of them and i i have sh- i'm sure there were people there that were like i'm just here to stop fights Right, that's all I'm going to do is like, no, you're not going to make us look bad, and that's good because that's black people holding other black people accountable, right? I, I, I have no proof to, to prove that. The only proof that I have is that this guy doesn't have his ass beat, and if you, if he did this where I grew up, he would get the shit beat out of him, like, no question. I maybe not nowadays. Maybe my, I don't. I haven't been there in like twenty years.
2: It is disappointing that it does end up with like property damage and stuff because that's only. I just. It just looks bad up on the group, but it's a heck of a lot better than them going up and burning his house down or dragging him out and beating him. Absolutely. So, so I I I think that a little bit of property damage is could be considered justifiable. Um, not really justifiable, I guess that's the wrong word, but like acceptable.
0: Emotionally 100%. I agree. I don't know why I'm so av- adamant about about accountability of both sides. No, mm-hmm. I I do I do know. I think it's important that even in the light of people being assholes going above what is needed to deal with that person uh isn't something to be happy about. The fact that you have to lower your standards to resolve an issue. Um or lo- not lower your standards. Because their standards are based off of my point of view. See, here's the thing is I don't give a shit about the law sometimes because I think the law is bullshit and I'm willing to acknowledge that. Uh, And so it's hypocritical of me to, like, talk about breaking the law because that's not necessarily what I care about. It's my own, I guess, set of moral beliefs. Expressing and voicing your frustration and, like, you know, doing all that was fine. I, I think protesting his house... You could argue that it's, uh, you know, harassment, but at the same time, what else can you do? Except, exp- like, voice. I think I think it's okay, but I think so, some people could make an argument for it, like, legally. But I, I think that would be bullshit.
2: Uh, I think it would be in the fact that he requested it.
0: You know, you're like, right. He oh, up, yeah. He straight no, up, he, you're he's straight up. He's the one
2: that gave out his address. Like, he, that's... Nope, you're right, I 100%. You know, it, I, I don't think, I, mm-mm. He wanted to see what sort of reaction he would get. and He got it. All right. So let's say that I'm laying it on a little too thick, uh-huh. and you need you need to call me out on being racist. Like, how? What's the standard
0: operating procedure?
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, what's the, the the do you have any gray poupon method of calling me out for uh, being a racist jerk? <sighs> hmm.
0: I don't have one. It's usually like a case by case basis. It's hard for me to talk about this topic because I think the term racist isn't the right term, uh, because I don't think they're necessarily thinking they're superior to me. I just think they have a percent, they have a a, a stereotype in their head of how I'm supposed to act, and I'm yeah. not conforming to that, and so I'm breaking their worldview of what like how I look versus how I act. You could, yes, yes, it could be argued racist, but I think that incites that it's hateful or mean or spiteful, and I don't think sometimes it's not that. So how do you, like, that's when it's like, how do you handle that when you're saying something that is just offensive to you? Because racist is a very subjective, based on who you're talking to?
2: Yeah, uh, and maybe that, that's the way we go about it, is we devise new terms for it.
0: I think that'd be a good idea.
2: Not that we, like, have to say that no one's ever racist anymore, but, like, that dude that we just watched a video of, that, that's racist behavior. Mm-hmm. No question. You know what I mean? Like that's that has nothing to do with cognitive bias or
0: that dude thought he was superior to black people. Like he was calling us monkeys. He was using derogatory terms to put those people down, regardless of the fact that he was drunk. Like that, I would argue, is like just true racism, like pure, fine, concentrated racism. You're
2: drunk. Well, you're a drunk racist. That's all it means. (laughs) Yeah. Um. So. Or, or if that's the way you act when you're drunk, then maybe you should just stop drinking, dude. Like if it's yeah. really that, if it really turns you into a racist, if it causes then... you to
0: commit hate crimes, you probably shouldn't. Uh, yeah, be drinking that.
2: Yeah, let's uh, <laughs> let's just let's just cut you off here.
0: Let's just ban alcohol because he's racist. <laughs> Clearly, it's the alcohol that makes him racist. So we should probably ban, you know, prohibition twenty twenty two.
2: Yep. <laughs> yeah. That's all the problem. We don't uh, want, I mean we don't it want works alcohol so, madness happening yeah. right mm-hmm.
0: it's like just the streets running rampant with racism because of alcohol <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> we gotta I make, mean... we gotta make the documentary I don't know I don't know the illiter- like the the term we could use like Reefer madness, but uh <laughs> to to get to your point earlier though, I think the term cognitive bias uh was sort of a, a birth of what you're talking about, where it's like it's not racist, but you have this programming in your brain that makes you think a certain way about a certain kind of person, you know, mm-hmm. but I, I don't, the people that oh. need to know what the term means don't understand what the term means. <laughs> right. That's and calling
2: them, calling them racist kind of puts them on the other team yep. instantly. Mm-hmm. Like you're automatically like now it's me against you. It's not like me and you against, ugh, for lack of a better term, ignorance. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? like, mm-hmm. I feel like having different words for it would be part of the solution. The other part is being willing to teach and tell people, like, hey, man, that, I know you don't really mean anything by saying that, like, I talk like a white person, but this is the way I talk. This is the way my entire family talks. Mm-hmm. You're assuming that because of my color that I should be talking a certain way. That's a little hurtful.
0: Yeah, you sound like me.
2: And, and, you know, and I'm, it, even that can trigger people. So I'm not saying that that's the best way to go about it either. I'm just saying that like, how do we get from A to B without offending?
0: people? Yeah. No, I a hundred percent agree. There's, there's people that need to be talked to about this and their conduct, but it's also like, and I can't, I'm not all racist. So I'll say like specifically with my re my reactions for like people who, people of color. And when they encounter racism, I, their reactions often are justifiable. However, I don't think... Maybe I don't think it's justifiable. Maybe that's the issue, is that... Their 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 actions are understandable and relatable. But I don't think they're justifiable. I think that's a better way of putting that. Uh, because I feel that. And I, I, too, may have the desire to do that. But I don't think it, in the end, helps yourself. I think it, in multiple ways... Hurt yourself, even if it's for like, even if you don't really encounter the racist individual or whoever it is that's making you offend, like be offended. Uh, in terms of like someone being racist to you, you have like a very little percent chance of helping that person not do it again. But, uh, and it's, it's possible depending on your interaction when you're violent with them or when you just like are very hostile towards them because they're being racist. Uh, not everyone knows that they're being racist and, and, th- It does in some ways come from a place of privilege, you could say, uh, but it's just a place of ignorance, just period. Uh, And if they don't encounter that kind of stuff, it's like, you know, it's like getting mad at a child for being a child. Uh, It's it's frustrating. It's uh, dealing with kids sometimes can be incredibly frustrating because they just do things that you don't want them to do and you don't want them to do it. uh, And they're going to do it anyways with a smile on their face like they're taunting you. But that's not exactly what's going down, you know, and it's like it's a kid. They're not they're just ignorant. They don't understand the nuance of so many things as to why they shouldn't do this thing. Same thing with people who are ignorant, whatever it may be. You know, someone at the workplace is ignorant. They don't know. Like, you need to separate them from the situation or train them. You need to resolve the situation. But resolving the situation isn't like beating the hell out of them or berate. Like, uh, I I don't think that's the most effective way. So like you said, having those conversations sometimes and and, uh, there's no right answer. There's never going to be a right answer to how you handle a racist. But I do think Uh, Trying to have that conversation, that awkward conversation that a lot of people are uh, not willing to do nowadays in person or even online of like letting them know and without being an asshole to them (laughs) And, and not making it so much about you're a mean, hateful person that thinks less of me because that's not always how racism works they just have this perception of how they think th- these kinds of people work and for whatever reason they're brainwashed to believe that. Uh you know, as you get older it's less the fault of programming and more, you know, accountability. But the same thing if that ignorance is still there, you you getting mad yeah. and taking action doesn't doesn't help.
2: I feel like someone who is racist is someone who hasn't learned the lesson.
0: A lot of lessons probably. Yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah, I mean, I don't even know what the lesson is, honestly, (laughs) Uh, but I can see, like, at least through my experience, that it wasn't until I, like, went to college and got out of this little small town that I actually realized that the world isn't what it seems to be when you're looking from a small town out. Mm, You know what I mean? That's
0: crazy. Like, you never really traveled or anything?
2: Not before... No, I mean, not really. Like, um, we didn't we didn't go on vacations and stuff. We, uh, yeah, no, it was, like, high school. I, I, I did go to, like, water parks and stuff, like, amusement parks with, like, my mom and stuff, but that was, you don't really get to interact too much as a kid with other huh. people. So like, I didn't, I guess.
0: Were, you know, your family and friends around you, or would you consider them, like, at the time, like, racist? Or, like have those cognitive biases
2: biases Definitely the cognitive biases. biases right. Uh some of the family yes racist not all of them Right um, for sure Um but Yeah I I don't I don't think that I was what I would consider as a racist right. Uh but I did have biases that I had to like learn the lesson of like, no, these aren't right. This is something that someone told me, Running and me probably it was me. a lie. <laughs> uh, yeah. Like yeah, I mean, absolutely. Be- becoming a friend with you, becoming friends with you, is you know huge. Um, you were my first uh, black friend for sure. Hmm. And well, but you know, it was what like three weeks into college, maybe if that long. It was it was pretty quick into yeah. uh, into the first uh basically
0: the first class that we had together or first like because yeah. like one of our classes got canceled i think but we still like had a weird time block and then like so like, oddly enough two of our friends were also friends and like you, you know sheree and mm-hmm. benji uh, uh and i think you might have known scott like on your own accord as well but like i didn't have a class with him but yeah so that, that no, all, I, the whole thing happened
2: so i met uh those people at this maybe like a week before i met you maybe mm. So I think I, have I, I was binging. completely new.
0: Yeah, man, crazy. W- my question for you is why do you think you're not more racist or like have those biases? Uh,
2: I So I don't think that I am without bias. I, you know, I'm not uh holier than thou sort of thing. Oh, sure, I yeah. still like, I, I recognize things uh, enough to know that like, There's still thoughts that'll go through, that I don't act upon, and I'll be like, oh, that was a that was a messed up thought. Why, why would I even think that? And I have to kind of call myself on that, on that. I think that's what separates. Um, that's kind of what separate has separated me from that, being able to to recognize a thought as an invalid thought. That makes sense. Just because I'm thinking, it doesn't make it right.
0: Would you say like you're able to have a little bit of foresight as to like the repercussions, or is it um, just like it's not right?
2: Uh, repercussions, empathy, more so empathy than repercussions. I think, uh, because it's not like, it's not that I'm not going out being racist because I'm afraid of what will happen if I am. I think it's more because I would, I don't want to make people feel that way.
0: Yeah, I, I would put empathy into repercussions. I suppose so. I to to clarify i would agree with you and like in my mind i'm thinking like someone's emotional response is a repercussion to your actions right yeah yeah, uh, yeah. and that's that's kind of how i'm thinking about it or also like you couldn't get like in trouble but i was more so thinking like you gotta now like you have to face whatever the reaction is going to be not so much just like dealing with it but like like you said i guess yeah i see what you're saying by empathy because you you don't if you're a good person you don't want someone else to feel bad so yeah yeah yes.
2: Yeah, because like the repercussions, like if it's just repercussions without the clarification of it, like I could go out and be like do some really racist stuff, and then never have any repercussions on myself and just let it exist in the world. You know what I mean?
0: Sure, but how how did you know that what you were thinking was not valid? You know, like because clearly some people don't know it's wrong. How did you know it was wrong?
2: Uh, I'm not sure. That's a that's a very good question. That's something I'll probably have to think about and try and remember back, like because you know it, I don't know because I, I feel like that's a lesson I learned long ago mm-hmm. that not everything I think is a good idea. It's probably is rooted in something along the lines of like putting your finger in a light socket, something that's like straight up, like hey, this is a good idea. No, it's not. <laughs> you know, like straight up. That was a bad idea. Why am I lying to myself?
0: Are you were you would you consider yourself like when you're younger to be good at like reading people's emotional reaction to things? Uh
2: no, I don't think so. Not particularly good. I think um But maybe. If that if that makes any sense. I don't I don't see myself as being not when I was younger, at least. I feel like that's a skill that I've learned. Over time, because people act differently,
1: Mm -hmm. Uh,
2: and in the early stages of life, it was mostly like dealing with my family. And I, I, thinking about it now, I do feel like their behavior and their like looking in, looking at their thought processes or trying to figure out their thought processes, did weigh a lot on how I judge my own thought processes so like is this action that I'm taking gonna benefit anyone in the long run or is it something that seems like is just there for temporary gratification my family is riddled with instant gratification seeking mm. uh, and it's it's apparent through, like, drug abuse, alcoholism, the fact that my dad, as soon as he gets a car paid off, he has to go get a different one. He'll trade it in. I I, I don't understand his thought process on that. Uh, he, like, just won't keep a vehicle for very long until he trades it in to get a new not a new, not a brand new car, but just like new to him, car that has different sorts of problems that he has to fix and still pay the car yeah, payment on. and insurance and all that. Okay, it's, a, it's ridiculous. I, I I I don't understand it. And but that that's the sort of behavior. That's just a small example of the sort of behavior that kind of let me know that like these aren't necessarily role models in the sense that you would think of. This is, it's a role model in the sense of like you taught me a lesson and mm-hmm. I'm, and I'm learning it. Thank you.
0: Yeah. You may not have known who taught that lesson. I, yeah. I understand a lot more now. A few things, the things that I know about you are you, you're a very kind person. Like you, you're very uh, selfless you also are kind of very logical person who has what i'd call like an engineer's brain like you like making things and making them better uh and that doesn't always include physical things sometimes it can be processes or like something artistic it's just that's just how you think uh it's like how can i make it better not so much like and it's not even like a competitive thing with you it's just like you you like the process of making things better or making things and learning about it and also if it's helpful then that's like an added bonus and you don't even care about the money you just like to do that kind of stuff You know, you build cabinets and all these other things. So you're really good at pinpointing, like, things and behaviors that are not optimal. So probably observing your family and peers for a long time and realizing the outcomes that they're getting. Because you probably compared, like, their actions to their outcomes and their thought processes. So I would wager that, like, you put all that together and, like, were able to ascertain maybe, like, you never got a chance to test it out on black people until you went to college. So somewhere along the line, you probably figured maybe this, like, you were open enough to question that logic already because you had seen the other behaviors and thought processes these people had and were like mm-hmm. maybe i shouldn't think exactly like them i'll be open to new things and i'll make my own decisions because you like information uh, and you change your opinion based on information not just what other people tell you to do so it's probably like one part like you're not pro you're not programmed to think what other people think you like to get your own knowledge and like make sure it's correct mm-hmm. but also getting hard evidence of like this kind of behavior and thought process leads to these kinds of outcomes. I don't want these kinds of outcomes. I'm not going to do yeah. those things. I'll find a new thing to do. Is that
2: yep. agree? Disagree? There's so. No, I I agree there. There's uh There's so much more that I can do with my life and time besides, be a racist prick. Like, <laughs> no, you don't. Dude doesn't even know. Like, like, there's so much opportunity for anything else.
0: Any any closing thoughts for you?
2: No, just don't be a prick. <laughs> That's 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 my closing thought. Like dude could have <laughs> bypassed this entire situation if he had just had a conversation with his homeowners association and maybe had one less beer. <laughs> that's that's according to him at least. Um
0: Yeah. I mean Jamie Foxx has a song called Blame It on the Alcohol, so like you know, maybe he's living true to that philosophy. Maybe that's what he means by <laughs> like he likes Jamie Foxx. He lives like that song. So clearly he's not racist, he's a Jamie Foxx fan, so who knows?
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> but yeah, that, that's, yeah, I agree. Don't be a prick. Don't be an asshole. Like, and, but also racism is more vague. So also don't always call people racist. Be open to having conversations.
2: Yeah. Be willing to tell someone that they're being uh, uh, hurtful or that their behavior is being hurtful. Not necessarily that they are a bad person.
0: That was a bad yeah. thing you did. Not you're a bad person.
2: Yeah. Well, can we just try not to do that anymore? At least while you're around me, that'd be great. All right. All right. All right. Yeah, that's that's all I got.